So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to 2021. We're going to switch gears a little bit, and I'm going to go into, I want to talk about an area that I am brand new to myself. I should be I should be very familiar with it, but the truth is, is I haven't had the time to get into it. And we all know nowadays what TikTok is. And um, so what we we're discussing in the office a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, all right, we did start our TikTok channel. So you guys, I have like a total of 28 followers right now. Uh, go ahead and like our TikTok channel. Follow me on that. It is live and we will be posting about two videos a day going forward until our channel takes off. But um, I, at the same time, I had my team sort of look, I'm like, all right, I want to find some real estate people that are actually doing it. People that are selling houses and, you know, actually doing it and receiving clients and all of the above. And we find this dude um, named Alex. And most times people think that we can't teach Canadian shit. They think that they have to learn from us. But this guy is teaching us something today. He's in Vancouver, um, outside in that market, in that Vancouver area. And he has a total of over like, what, 40,000 followers already on TikTok. And um, we're going to go through and see sort of how it's working for him. Because I know a lot of you guys are asking about TikTok. What do I do? How do I do it? Uh, I don't get it. How does it work? So we're going to go ahead and bring him on with someone who's doing it. What a better way to do that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Alex Dunbar. What is up, Alex? How's it going, Mike? Thanks so much for having me on the show. Excited to be here. Yes, sir. Why don't you go ahead and just give our listeners a brief little scoop on who you are, where you're at, and then we're going to get right into this because I'm just as curious as they are. I want to know what the hell you're doing on TikTok. Yeah. So my name is Alex Dunbar. I reside in the greater Vancouver area in BC, Canada, specifically Langley. Um, I'm a residential real estate agent, so buying and selling. And I just got into TikTok this year with COVID and everything else and kind of just gave it a shot. Thought it was all for you know, 14 year olds lip syncing and dancing and uh, had a couple of videos took off and really saw the potential and just ran with it. So, so we've gone at it about, I think about uh, eight or nine months now. So you didn't do, you weren't doing it prior to COVID. You just started doing it on COVID because you're just like, fuck, I got to like do something. I got to get on video or do something. Why did you, what made you want to do it? Boredom? Um, did you see opportunity? Because uh, I wish I would have done the same thing because we had so much time back then. Um, what were, what made you do it? I think a little bit of both. Like I've always been a huge believer and I've kind of in video and I've always tried to push that out on Instagram and Facebook, but I've just kind of seen that it's getting a lot tougher to reach that organic audience. And I saw potential on TikTok because there's really no realtors on there and especially no Canadian realtors. So I just kind of played around, uh, threw out a couple of videos, had one in my first kind of week, hit a hundred thousand views. And I was like, there's something here. I don't know week- what it is. I believe so. It was, it was pretty close to that. What was the content of that? Cause you were pretty much just guessing. I'm sure at that time, right? You're like, Oh, this For might sure. work. All right. What would you do? So I started off with very informational videos. Um, again, not always the greatest type of content, but it is important obviously to build authority and trust and everything else. And I had one just talking about how you can actually purchase a home with less than a 20% down payment is that's a very common myth. 
And when people heard that, you know, they started sharing with friends, asking questions, and I got a ton of engagement. It just really pushed out, especially to the whole Canadian audience. So that was one of the initial ones that kind of got me going. And from there, I started to play a little bit more with, you know, more entertaining content, kind of having a little more fun with it. But I am a quite analytical guy. I like the numbers. I like some of the more boring stuff, but it's forced me. Number one, you have to fit all that content within 60 seconds and the shorter, the better. So take a five minute concept. That's hard for analytical like yourself, isn't it? Very true. Very true. (laughs) So it it forced me to cut down that five minute video into 30 seconds. It's what are those key points? And at the same time, how can I get across the main points without maybe giving away the more complex part of it? And that's going to lead people to have curiosity and ask me more questions. Awesome. And you mentioned to me, because here's you, me included back in February, I get it. TikTok's here to stay. Okay. It's here to stay. I personally reluctantly held off. So I'm like, if it doesn't make it. Do I really want to learn another platform? I'm busy enough time. Um, so it's no doubt it is 100% um, here to stay, but um, your market, most people typically think it's for kids. And before we, we started recording, you told me that your average sale price in your market that you guys live in is about a million plus. Is that right? For a detached home. Um, so yeah, I would, I mean, it depends on exactly where you are, but I would say like my personal average sale price is 600, 700,000, but average detached homes are over a million. Still on the, uh, higher end of things. And most people would say, oh, well in this market, TikTok isn't for me. Right. They'd be like, oh, my audience, there's not going to be people buying houses, a bunch of 13 year olds dancing and doing the do-si-do with their friends or whatever. Um, why do you think that is, tell me what you're seeing, because uh, that's not the case, is it? No, not at all. Uh, actually, the very first client that I acquired off of TikTok, funny story, she was over 50 years old. We never uh, met in person, and I wrote an offer for her before we saw each other face to face. And I still have the text message from her that said, this is really weird. Like, you have all my personal information, all my financial documents. You wrote an offer on a house, and we've never actually met face-to-face. And right then, I was like, you know, holy crap. Like, wow. there again, there's something here. I've just been pushing after it, and there's got to be more out there. That's amazing. Um, this is what video does, you guys. Um, regardless of what it is, it allows people to get to see whom you are. More importantly, it's so that they can judge whether or not they'd enjoy or seen themselves even working with you. Um, that is 100% the case all the time. People always come on. And even when our clients that we're, we do videos for, uh, they'll ask us, people are so con- concerned about the scripts, the scripts, the scripts, the scripts. Folks, nobody cares about what you're saying. They're not even retaining it. They're only caring about how you're saying it. And I'm sure that this woman that you're talking about um, probably felt a connection to you in which way, shape, or form. Did you instantly get any type of common ground that you hit it off when you spoke? Um, just the fact that she was already big on social media, had been following people, and I stood out to her because I was actually educating people on TikTok, right? Um, at that point in time, I wasn't going into as much of the entertaining type stuff. I was still pretty heavy on the informational stuff. Um, but again, over time, I kind of built that in together because if you can be educational and entertaining at the same time, I think that's almost one of the perfect combinations, right? So it was, it's actually interesting. The average age on TikTok is older than you think. The last time I checked, it's around 27 or 28. 
So don't don't get me wrong. There are a ton of people out there that are younger, but TikTok itself actually tries to match you up with people that have similar interests, similar age, things of that nature. So it's not pushing me out to 14 year olds. At least when you start, the algorithm starts to understand who you are, what type of content you're putting out as long as you're being consistent. And it'll try to put that out to the people that want to see that stuff. Makes sense. So you're saying that for those of you guys thinking about um, doing TikTok, you're going to start out, it's going to be slow. And as you create more content consistently, then TikTok will algorithm will work in your favor. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a learning, it, it learns over time. And the one thing I'll say is you could post a hundred videos. You never really know which one's going to take off. There is a little bit of luck involved, but if you're consistent, if you post every single day, it's going to happen. Right. And after that kind of like, again, myself being an analytical guy, I've looked over a lot of my videos now that I have, I don't know, 300 plus out there. I've seen which ones performed well. I've looked at how long they are, what sort of content it is. And then I can try and work around that to produce future videos for that. Um, And the other thing, yeah, the other thing I was going to touch on is I took the same approach with Instagram and Facebook. When you start, you're not going to put out a video and you're going to end a client just like that. It's going to be six months, 12 months, 18 months later before you actually start to see the results. And so many people quit before they reach that point because they think they're wasting their time. 100%. You know why the reason that is? Well, you, you, you're not, you don't have bad habits like most of us. The average age of realtors, I don't know what it is in Canada, but I'm sure it's around the same. But it was, last I checked, it was like 56 and a half years old. And we were never taught to this type of marketing. That's just not how it was. That's why so many people are having so much trouble with it. So for those of you agents that are into the business, um, brand new into the business, newer into the business, not by how old you are physically in years of age, but of how long many years you've been in the business, you have an unfair advantage against all of the dinosaurs out there. That's the truth. Um, because of this, like, if you look at the example he just gave us, think about it. You don't need a listing presentation. You are going to get that deal regardless of whom that woman met with. Why? Because she felt like she could trust you. She felt connected to you um, based upon content that you created. And you cannot build a brand without first, uh, without consistent content creation over time. No differently than if I wanted to build a store and let's say I have to break ground, I'd still have to build the infrastructure of that. When I still have to build the walls, I'd have to go in there and paint the walls. I'd have to put the roof on, mechanicals, plumbing. I'd have to build the infrastructure of the storefront before I can open up for business. And that's going to take some time. It's no differently than um, your own personal brand folks. I'm telling you, your personal brand is the most advantageous uh, asset. It's the only asset you have, to be honest with you. Um, Alex, are people hiring Remax when they hire you or are they hiring you? They're hiring me. hundred percent. Talk to me about consistency a little bit, because I know that's super duper important. Um, what is your advice on that? How much are you posting? Uh, let's go with that. So when I first started, it was kind of just once a day. Then I started to see some results and I, I upped it because I, you know, I'm trying to put my time where I'm getting the best return on that investment. So then when I started to post twice a day, I was also looking at, okay, again, being analytical, I'm looking at my analytics, what times are working best for me. So to start, I posted one at 10 a.m., one at 6 p.m. Started to notice later in the day, I was getting better results, but I still posted at both times, right? So no matter what, I was always getting something out there. And the easiest way to do this, as I know you've talked about before, is to batch your content. I might take two hours in the morning before, you know, honestly, I do it at like 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. before my day starts once a week. And I might put out 20 pieces of content. 
there, I have that all that done for the rest of the week. So I don't have to worry about it. I'm not stressing. It's not 5 p.m. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I haven't put out a video today. I've already got it ready. Right. And a lot of the time you do it. Weekly? Sorry, do you do it weekly. Pretty much for the most part. But I mean, at times I'll have 40 videos saved up because you can save them in your drafts. Right. So and there's there's two points to that, because I mean, we'll get into it shortly here, but there's so many different trends on TikTok that you want to jump on. And those have to be posted a little bit more immediately, whereas original content or just general information, you can kind of save up and put it out as you wish. Love it, folks. This is you guys that listen to this show. We talk about this video, not on TikTok, but just video content creation. You got to get out ahead of it. Alex, we're doing the exact same thing. Just yesterday, I shot six TikTok videos. Today, we're shooting another six. Friday, we're shooting another six. And we're going to load up until we're... So we'll be about two weeks ahead of it. And we'll be posting twice a day to start. Um, uh, that makes sense. I'm going to take your advice, see how that works. Um, but we have to load up on it. And getting started is the hardest part, right? It's like, fuck, like it sucks. Like, I just want to see the results. I just want to see... Folks, we all want the results. But results don't come without hard work, period. Okay. Unless you win the lotto, but what are the chances of that? Not all of us get that lucky. You're going to have to build your business. Your broker is not going to do it for you. You have to take the time. Uh, you're listening to this podcast. If you have 60 or 34 or 40 minutes to spend with me once a week, then I know you have 40 minutes to spend on content creation, especially on uh, TikTok. Um, let's talk about uh, content and your strategy. Like you're, you're talking about trends. So can you define that a little bit more for people? Because um, are you trying to set up like themes or series? Like, so Wednesdays you're posting a fact or Thursdays you're doing this. Are you scheduling and organizing in that way for your own um, content creation madness, if you will? So I'm personally not doing that on TikTok. I've done that on Instagram, but with TikTok, what I'm talking about with trends is there'll be specific types of videos that will be trending. And TikTok, honestly, part of their platform is to push music. So for instance, there's trending songs. You want to be using those trending songs because they're going to push it to a larger audience. Now with the videos, there might be a theme to it. Someone creates the original, for instance, one of them right now would be like, tell me you live in Vancouver without telling me you live in Vancouver, right? And then you would kind of combine whatever your niche is with that and put that out. So you can actually kind of build off of other people's content, adapt it to your own niche, and those actually tend to do the best out of everything. So I think it's so one of the like lowest barriers. What was the name of the Sorry. dance where there's a song where people would, it was big on TikTok and say, it was that one song that goes, and then the couples would start dancing in the middle of nowhere. You know what I'm talking about? Like they would just, one person would just be sitting down and their partner comes over and they just start dancing. I think that, I know what you're talking it about. That, it was like a trend. I would see it everywhere. Where, as a matter of fact, I heard that song today and I always get that image of a couple dancing now in it. And it was a trend that was going on, but you're saying watch the trends and recreate them as your own. And that that's really it, right? Um, it's, it's very simple. You can, and you're pretty much just taking the idea that they already have, flipping it a little bit, and again, making it um, applicable to your niche. So I, that's why it's it's so simple. Like, when you're going elsewhere, you're not necessarily wanting to copy exactly what people are doing on other platforms. With this one, you're almost rewarded for it. Now, I'm not saying copy exactly what they're doing, but if you're copying the same format and then adapting it to whatever you're in, obviously for us, it's real estate. Like those are doing the best. Interesting. 
And how much content are you putting out there? Like when you're actually talking about real estate, um, cause you're posting every day, Monday through Friday, or are you doing seven days a week? Seven days a week. Got it. One to two how, videos. How many, uh, of those videos, if you were just a guest, you don't give me like an exact, that's 14 videos a week, folks off at two, seven to 14. How many of those are content regarding like home closing costs? Step one, step two, and listicle type content related to real estate. Maybe four or five. I try and push out more entertaining stuff and it might, it'll have a real estate spin on it, but realistically, you know, I'm not, it's not the boring stuff, right? It's not the very general, you know, what is the minimum down payment? How much do you qualify for in a mortgage? Although some of that stuff does work pretty well if you have the right spin on it. But most of it is, you know, it's, it's lip syncing over something else and, you know, maybe throwing something in there that is just going to make people laugh, totally. make it want to share with their friends. And how often are you just seeing content on the spot? Like real estate agents see some cool shit, guys. There's a whole television channel dedicated to our profession called HGTV. Like when you see like a good view, I'm probably putting on a, a song that like Rocky or something. I don't know. Like you're, you're, you, you tie it in with what you're doing and it's, you're reminding, not telling folks, remind, remind, remind. You don't need to tell. Um, is you, are you doing that? Is that what you're seeing? Because um, it's not a Kodak moment anymore. And I don't know how old you are, but back in uh, the day, it's like Kodak, yeah. Kodak moments. We don't have that anymore. Now they're like, it was a Facebook moment. Uh, now it's almost like a TikTok moment because Facebook engagement is dying big time. Mm-hmm. Um, have, what have you seen uh, your TikTok traffic lead to your other channels, like your IG and all of that? Did that increase your followers and all the stuff on those as well? Or uh, tell me It did. Bit. Yeah. And so one of the key things there that I was doing at the start that I learned further along is the biggest thing is having calls to action, right? And so one of those is, you know, like and follow me for more real estate content at the end. And what I always do now, and I've noticed a huge increase in my Instagram following is I put it as the first comment. Because typically that's going to come up to the top when people go into the comments, they see that as well as the fact that on my profile, I have that link there as well. So um, one of the other like things, the one of them, here, follow me on IG too, simple like that. Exactly. Yep. Right. And, and having the link on your profile itself, you can have, I think, to your YouTube and your Instagram. If you're driving people to your plat, your uh, profile itself on TikTok, they're automatically going to check that out as well. I believe it's once you hit a thousand subs, uh, followers, you're able to have a link in there. So what I have is a link tree and I have a couple of different resources. I have one that goes to my site that generates leads. I have one that's a first time home buyer's guide. I have one that's how to fix your credit score. And you can really do anything with that. That's really, really cool. Thousand followers, folks, then you get to customize your link. Um, folks, I think if you're seeing the, uh, um, the trend here, it's that it's not the platform, it's the opportunity. Um, TikTok right now just has a ton of opportunity to get found. Um, I forget who was telling me this other, other day, but um, they put it very well. Some, uh, I forget who was speaking at it. Someone re- told me about it or something, but here's basically how they describe TikTok and Clubhouse, uh, essentially, as of, at least as of right now in this day and age. Um, those are your um, ways to get found because you can reach wider audiences. And then where Facebook and IG and YouTube are almost like your retargeting platforms nowadays, because you cannot acquire new traffic on any of those sites because of the special ads category, which you guys just got in Canada. Now I hear congratulations um, on that. Uh, your Facebook, if you're in Canada, your Facebook is fucking dead. Congratulations. Um, it's going to be more of a branding play. It has been in the States for some time because you can't target anymore, but that just means that you're going to have to, I look at Facebook and IG as a way to create retargeting audiences. That's all I'm using them for right now, because 
if they engage with you and you get them to click through to your site or you get them to join your email list and all of that, great. They become retargeting audiences. Honestly, it's the retargeting that ends up getting the people to actually reach out and eventually call you guys because people um, never, no one's in a rush to buy or sell a house. It's a lot of fucking work. They're like, ah, it's the thing you do when you can't take it anymore. And it's the first person that you think of is the one you end up closing with at that time. That's why attention is everything. Um, super duper duper important. Um, dude, you freaking laid it out. I got a page full of notes here. I think our listeners um, have the same. What other tips? And uh, we'll get this thing wrapped up. Give us any other final tips that people who are thinking about the platform. I mean, obviously, um, I'm getting on it. I'm in. All right, guys, I fought it for long enough. I'm starting. Follow my TikTok channel, please. Uh, make sure you follow Alex's here as well so you can see exactly what he's doing. But Alex, any other closing thoughts you want to add in here before we get this wrap? I actually have two big things that I'd like to touch on uh, before we go. And number one, I want to talk to the people that aren't on video yet, as well as newer agents that maybe don't have a lot of leads to go off of. And so with TikTok and video itself, one of the things that I did when I first started is I would basically reciprocate exactly what I was learning and put it on a video. And that's doing three things right there. You're teaching yourself, you're teaching your audience, and you're getting more comfortable on video. And especially with TikTok, it's the easiest platform to get onto. It's the lowest, like if you look at Instagram or Facebook or anywhere else, the video quality, the pitch quality, everything's getting higher and higher. TikTok, you can still just take the phone, flip it to yourself, and really, I mean, it doesn't have to be high quality, right? And I mean, the phones that we have now, you're getting pretty high quality video anyways, but you don't need to edit it. You can edit it right on your phone, Yep. right? So that's where I would get, you know, don't be scared. I sucked on video when I started. I still don't think I'm fantastic, but I'm always improving. And now the second part I'd like to touch on is I'd like to give the audience some of my actual key tips if you want to get started. So if you're listening to this right now, get out your pen and paper. This is my list of tips on how to make the best videos, in my opinion, from what I've learned and through my experience. So video length. No less than eight seconds. The sweet spot is 15 to 30. Now, a big reason for this is there's about seven analytics that they go off of that the algorithm is going to push it out. So obviously views, likes, comments, uh, video integrity, whether you're gaining new followers, whether it's shared, whether it's saved, audience retention, and average video view length. Now, average video view length is one of the most important things. So what you want to do there, of course, at the beginning of the video, you need a good hook right? You want to keep them there to the very end. So if you're going to give them, you know, um, can you believe that X, Y, Z, you don't want to give that answer away in the first five seconds of the video. You want them to know that that's what they're looking for, build up to it and give it to them at the end, because that's going to push your video to more people. Great. Now, how the algorithm works is it kind of works in groups. So you'll first be pushed out to about a hundred people. It'll see, you know, what was the engagement there? How many people liked, shared, did all these things? If it went well there, it'll push it out to a thousand now. If you do well there, again, it keeps testing and then it'll go to 10,000, then to 20,000. So it keeps building out. So those are some of the most important things with creating the video itself. Now, hashtags, we want to use three to six. And ideally you want it to be between 100,000 and a million users. Now, the reason for this is you want to rank very high in that. So if someone searches that hashtag, your video is going to show up first. If there's a billion, you may not necessarily be seen because you're never going to have one of the most viewed videos. A couple more things. You want good lighting. TikTok can tell if you're using good lighting. 
Um, your frequency, if you're going to be posting more than once a day, don't post more than once an hour. When you first get started, try one in the morning and one in the evening and just play around with that. But it get the algorithm gets confused if you put out a video and then just put out another one. Cause it's still trying to learn who you are again, especially when you're getting started. Um, trends I've already touched on, make sure you're find the trend, adopt it to your niche and you're going to do very well with that. Um, orientation, we want to be filming vertical. It favors vertical videos versus horizontal. Um, your caption, it actually reads, TikTok reads into what your caption is, what the words are that you actually put on the screen. Um, so there's a lot that goes into it. So you want to have, if, if it's specifically about your city, you're going to want to have your city name in there, right? Um, as well as, as I mentioned before, the intro in that first five seconds, you got to hook them. You got to make them want to stick around till the end of that video. And then the last thing would just be pattern interrupts. So film the video with breaks. If you watch all my videos, I film in about five second clips at a time. Number one, this is going to make your video go a lot more fluently. There's not going to be big pauses. You may not be the best speaker and you don't have, if you want to script it, all you have to remember is a sentence or two. And it looks like you're a, a genius when you're reading that out. That's right. Right. It's so, and it's, as it's, it's so familiar with green screen. Cause as you say a sentence at a time and it looks like you're just like saying it the whole way through, but it's just jump cuts. Um, and that's it. So jump cuts. Yep. And then along with that, make sure you have different text coming on the screen with each of those jump cuts, right? Keep the audience's eyes there. Keep new things going. Maybe it's a different background, whatever that may be, but different sorts of pattern interrupts. And now the last thing that I'll leave you with is you want to focus on four different types of content, educational, entertaining, engaging, and emotional. And if you can somehow fit all four of those E's, so it's the four E's into one video, that's where you're probably going to do the best. So I think educational and entertaining, those are pretty self-explanatory. Engaging, since there's different ways for people to engage with you, whether you're asking a question on the video, right? There's polls that you can put on there. You can get people to duet you, which means that your video will show up side by side. There's something called Stitch. So they can take the first portion of your video and add the end. So for instance, like I had said before, tell me you live in Vancouver without telling me you live in Vancouver. And I would go, let me go first, right? And I start complaining about rain because that's what people in Vancouver do. So what you would do is you would take that first part and do your own thing, right? That's and then good, with a mo let's put that in the context really quick. Cause that's a really good example. And I'm just, you instantly reminded me of um, Chicago. Um, mm -hmm. It's like cold or like it's raining. So like, you could be like, it is so cold here, but the beer never gets warm. Mm -hmm. Right. Like something so simple like that in 50 sec, 15 seconds. Right. And it's just re reminding them where you guys live. But we yeah. overthink that type of content creation and just remind, remind, remind. That's a really good example. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Keep going. No, no worries. And the last one, it's just with emotional. Like, I mean, that's one of the biggest things, right? How can you touch people's hearts? How can you, you know, get them to relate to what you're saying, right? So that's typically done through storytelling. We all know storytelling is the best thing you can do. But if you're able to do that, Again, that's going to get the most engagement for the most part with any sort of video. And again, if you can get all four of those into one video, that's where you hit the jackpot. It's not easy. If, if you can get one, two, three of them, that's fantastic. But those are kind of the four things you want to focus around. And then the last point just being, again, trending. Yep. Very well done, dude. You gave it really simple way, I think, to everybody to understand here. Alex, why don't you go ahead and um, you guys, if you guys aren't paying attention, follow this dude's channel, like see what he's doing. 
uh, follow a bunch of people, see what other people are doing and then make it yours. I mean, that's how this business always works in any business. It's never, they always call it R and D rip off and deploy. Uh, but it's really rip off, deploy, put your own twist on it is what is always the, the case. Don't recreate the wheel. It's already been created. Just add your spin to it and make that wheel yours. Alex, why don't you go ahead and tell our uh, listeners a little bit how they can connect with you if they like. And if you guys have referrals in Vancouver and you want a tech agent that understands their shit, send this guy some referrals. You pay referral fees? I do. All right. Well, go ahead and take the floor. Tell them how they could reach you and we'll get this one wrapped up. And on that point, I have to make one last, last uh, little point here is that what I've actually done as well through COVID and everything else is that I've had so many people reach out to me from across the country saying, I wish I could work with you or do you work in Toronto or things like that. So I've, I've actually built a referral network at the same time. And when people ask me, I say, would you like me to get you in contact with a local agent? I get them in contact with that local agent who I've already had a conversation with, built a relationship with, and I'll get a referral fee for them. So I've almost built another source of revenue through that. Folks, that's what attention does. You're building audiences and anyone who has an audience naturally will attract business. Well said, Alex. Go ahead and give them your channel and everything else. Yeah, so my TikTok is at Dunbar Real Estate. My Instagram is at Dunbar Group. If you want any of these tips, I can send you a list of everything I went over today. Email me at alex at dunbargroup.ca. And dunbarrealestategroup.ca is my personal website. And again, if you guys have any sort of questions, I'm always happy to help. Appreciate it, dude. Awesome episode. And thank you for sharing your insight and your expertise on this. And congrats to all of your success. Keep going, man. Uh, no doubt I can see you going into six figures and followers and even seven figures down the road. Just keep it on up. Um, to get 40,000 followers in, like, it's just unheard of in any other platform um, to do it in such a short amount of time. So, folks, I hope that this episode helped motivate you. Um, to do something with video, whether you're going to do it on TikTok or if you want to do it with the real estate marketing, dude, you know where to go. We will script, edit, and distribute your content. More importantly, tell you how your brand relates to others so that you never think about what to say. You're more concentrated on how to say it. You can visit us at realestatemarketingdude.com anytime if you're interested in our services. realestatemarketingdude.com. Subscribe to the show. Follow us on Instagram. Connect with us on Facebook and definitely follow us back on YouTube channel as well. And now our TikTok channel too. So appreciate it, dude. Awesome episode. And we will see you guys next week for another one. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.